Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm George. And I'm Amanda. George and I are both in Zephyr A. This is season 24 for me and season 28 for George. This is day 13 of season 96, the midpoint. Question one asks us for the remaining constituent republic of Yugoslavia that is not Macedonia, Croatia, Serbia, Bosnia and Herzegovina, or Montenegro. So the sad part is, if it was almost any one of those that was the missing one, I probably would have got this. Um, but I, you know, I initially thought of Kosovo because that was on my mind mm-hmm. from yesterday's mm-hmm. kind of misstep of an answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't certain about that, and so I tried to think of the other countries in the area that I would think might have broken apart when that uh, confederation, I guess, did. Um, and I thought about Albania next. Um, I thought about uh, Slovakia and Slovenia. Slovakia, of course, is more like Czechoslovakia, mm-hmm. so that didn't quite make sense. And knowing that those two are so close to each other, I thought, nah, that doesn't seem like Slovenia was probably part of it. So I was down to uh, Kosovo, Albania. Um, I, and I think that's those are my two choices. I thought it more plausible that Albania would be... Um, the the answer just because I wasn't even sure if Kosovo is even like its own country right now or if it's a territory of some other one um, but I know Albania is and I know it's right in that uh, Balkan region as well so I went with Albania uh, no, Albania was pretty much always its own country at least after World War One. okay um, so so my, my first thought was also Kosovo Mm. Uh, just because that was the one that I was in uh, <laughs> briefly. Um, because after it declared independence from Serbia, uh, they decided to fight a war about it. Right. And we kind of stood in the middle and said, let's not do that. Um, and just to be more precise, I was there much after that. I was there during the peacekeeping part. Mm. Uh, not the Not the more tense part. Um, but anyway, I, I, I felt like Kosovo was a much more recent breakaway. Like they weren't his, they weren't trying to reassert an historical independence. Okay. Uh, you know, even historically only 50 or so years before. Uh, so I, I dismissed that and I thought there was another, I think there was another, uh, one called Serpska. Okay. I thought, I feel like maybe that's a city or maybe that's another kind of like really, I don't want to say minor who knows? We might have a listener there, uh, <laughs> but uh, another historically non-independent area, mm. um, and then that kind of led me to wait. There's like another one with an S, and I also thought of Slovenia, and I thought, wait, am I thinking of Slovakia? No, Slovenia is different. Slovakia was Czechoslovakia, then there's Slovenia. Mm-hmm. Slovenia is different. Was Slovenia one of the original ones? I have no idea, <laughs> but I feel like it was independent pretty much as soon as Yugoslavia broke up, okay. which tells me, okay, it, like Macedonia, like Bosnia and Herzegovina, like Montenegro, had more of an historical claim to independence and therefore was able to break away from the constituent federation, or from the federation more easily. So, yeah, I don't remember there being much, if any, violence over Slovenia's independence from the former Yugoslavia. Ah. So I'll go with Slovenia. That was the correct answer. Wow. Nicely done. Yeah, I kind of pulled that one. <laughs> and and I, I also think that 
I, I would have been able to come up with any of the other six easier. But. Yeah, yeah. And isn't, I, I thought uh, Srpska was this name for Serbia in Serbian. I, I could be I wrong. I feel like it's different. I feel like there's a distinct Srpska. That's also possible. You know, and unfortunately, we can't look it up right now. Yeah. Because <laughs> once again, it's the end of a week, so apparently this is just a thing now. We don't yeah. have internet right now because it's snowing like hell in Michigan. We mm-hmm. we don't have power in the sense that no power is coming into the house from outside, right. i.e. from our utility. Fortunately, the generator is working. That's why we're recording. But who right. knows when this thing's going to go up. And all we have is thunder snow to make up for it all. Yeah. That was pretty... Several episodes of it, I might add. It was pretty mm-hmm. impressive. Yeah. Uh, also impressive is question two. <laughs> which uh, tells us that En Vogue's My Lovin' has a parenthetical uh, kind of subtitle, and it or part of it is repeated in the song 56 times, we are asked to give it. I don't know that I... Uh, if, if you had asked me, are these two different songs by En Vogue, I may well have said <laughs> yes, because uh, I just, for some reason, didn't connect until I really thought about what this might be. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what's a phrase that gets repeated a lot in an En Vogue song? And I thought, oh, there's the Never Gonna Get It song. But that's a different song. And I thought, no, wait. They're talking about, obviously, okay, yeah, my lovin', you're never gonna get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that, sure. That's, for some reason, those two synapses are on opposite sides of my brain. <laughs> but they finally connected, and I realized, oh, yeah, that's the same song. Okay. So, all right. Yeah, we'll go with Never Gonna Get. Yeah, this is, uh, I have this album um, and really enjoy the song. I remember um, uh, when En Vogue became popular, you know, uh, the second, you know, year that I was in college. And so I remember watching them on Saturday Night Live with some Mm. of my dorm mates and going, each of us going in turn like, I wish I looked like her. No, I wish I looked like her. Oh, I wish like they're just all just amazing, talented, gorgeous. You know, um, uh, just they're they're kind of a force of nature as a, a four part harmony kind of R and B group. And um, so I knew this was some variation on uh, "Never Gonna Get It" or "You're Never Gonna Get It." Um, and I I couldn't remember which. It, I, I thought it had your in it because it was sort of like, you know, parenthetically after my lovin', you're never going to get it is mm, the phrase that, you right, know, right. kind of explains that. that. Yeah. Um, but it is true that there's like, there's the bridge in the middle where they sing, never going to get it, never going to get it. Mm-hmm. Like just parts of it again. many, many times. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I, I knew that was the phrase, and it just was a matter of deciding, should I put the your in front or not? Um, turns out not to have mattered. But I did, in fact, go with that, um, if I recall correctly, because I don't have my own phone. <laughs> like, we can only download email to one of our phones for whatever godforsaken reason. I, I don't know why the cell phone gods like your phone better than mine. Because I'd already downloaded it earlier. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah so um, should have thought of that earlier in the day. Um, gotta look at that thing when I get it or something so that at least I'll know it's there and we can use it. Anyway, uh, this is really just the song is about my email now. So, um, uh, I put down, you're never going to get it. 
And that was the correct answer. Uh, there was a parenthetical <laughs> in the answer about this parenthetical, which... Which I think is fair, because uh, never going to get it is repeated many times in subparts of that phrase mm-hmm. as well. So there's there's definitely an argument to be made either way. Sure. Question three asks us what gigantic epic fantasy series starts with The Gunslinger, The Drawing of the Three, and The Wastelands. This is one that I only know by osmosis, but it was a lot of osmosis yeah. because there were, you know, the 4,300 pages of mm-hmm. uh, the series was divided over many books. Mm-hmm. And so this is Stephen King's The Dark Tower series. Mm-hmm. I remember, um, you know, I've, I've been on some form of internet chats for so long and our own, <laughs> you know, friend group chat has been around for so long that I spectated um, many of you like Mm -hmm. going through it and reading the new installments of it Mm -hmm. and just knowing that these were the titles of them. Um, You know, you'll still see them all over bookstores, I think. Um, But I I knew definitely that this had to be the Dark Tower. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I read The Gunslinger long ago, not quite when it first came out, but around that before... Before, uh, I believe, uh, King took a hiatus after, like, the second or third one and just mm-hmm. might have even been after the first one. I don't remember. But there was a very long interval when people just kind of assumed it would never end. He would mm-hmm. never get back mm-hmm. to it. Uh, and I kind of gave up on it at that point just because <laughs> uh, I think that was right around the time we were getting burned by Robert Jordan uh, as well. <laughs> uh, and just, okay, I'm, I'm done with series that are going to go on forever that the author may or may not live through. Cause I think this was even during the time that Stephen King was still fairly self-destructive. Mm. Um, but I just, I, I put that one down after the first book and I said, okay, maybe eventually I'll get back to it. And by the time it became obvious that yes, in fact, he was going to be able to finish it mm-hmm. and, and intended to, and would be able and would actually push through. Uh, I just, there was so much other stuff to read that I just never went back to it. Ah, okay. So, so yeah, we've got the first one somewhere, and I don't think any mm. of the others. Huh, okay. But I also immediately recognize these as the Dark Tower. Right. And that was the correct answer. Uh, question four uh, asks us about a bunch of crap about old school typesetting and <laughs> uh, essentially asks us in order... What are the six? What were the six most commonly used characters of the alphabet um, in you know old-fashioned typesetting? I have uh, I have known this mnemonic for forty plus years. My father taught it to me in the context of watching Wheel of Fortune. Okay. Uh, back when you you so long ago that you were still only picking five consonants and a vowel. Mm-hmm. Or whatever it was, five, yeah. Um, but my father apparently pronounced it differently. Uh oh. Because he always pronounced it etaon shirdlu. Oh, huh. E t a i o n. Oh no. Uh, and so I, but something in the back of my mind said, wait, I feel like I've seen it as o i n. But no, that would, that, that's. Different enough that clearly it would have been pronounced etaoin or something like etaoin, something like that, but not very much not etaion. That is absolutely E T A I O N, so that must be what it is. And that is what I said E T A I O N. 
so for my part, uh, I was just impressed that I picked the correct six characters. <laughs> um, you know, knowing that the the Wheel of Fortune mm-hmm. things you're supposed to pick when you get to the final round are R S T L N E, and seeing that R and L and S are in the second column, so they're mm-hmm. in that second group of six, um, and one vowel U is in that second group, which all of the other vowels except Y have to be more common than U. So I knew there would be A-E-I-O as part of it. And then T and N are the other ones in the, you know, the Wheel of Fortune usual mm-hmm. set. Um, so it was just a matter of trying to figure out, like, what do I think that that ranked order is of, um, uh, of their usage. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up going with E-A first, I think. And then T, and then I think I went I O N, um, sure. uh, just because I thought, you know, vowels are easily for the most part going to be more common. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I might have gone I N O. In fact, I can't remember. Yeah, um, but you know, just I, I, we have to get them in the exact order. Mm-hmm. I know that I did not. Right. Um, and so, I was, you know, I awarded myself half a point <laughs> for. <laughs> For that. At least getting um, the letters. I got the correct well letters, done. but not in the correct order. Yeah. yeah. Nor did I, because it was E-T-A-O-I-N. I think you should call your father and complain. I, uh, I don't know. That's pretty, pretty inappropriate. While, while I'm at it, I'm going to complain the fact that Thorsten misused compromise, or comprised. <laughs> but that's a battle I know I'm, I'm, I have lost, generally. The, the true lost cause, yes. Question five asks us for the hormone released during the final stage of pregnancy that initiates labor and maintains contractions is also known as the love hormone. Yes. As someone who has experienced its effects in many uh, situations. I love you too, babe. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sonny and Cher often evoke it. <laughs> um, I So as soon as I read this, my brain started shouting, it's oxytocin at me. <laughs> and so loudly that I'm like, wait, wait, I, I'm probably thinking of that too fast. And there's another one, some other hormone that starts with O or P or something like that. What can it be? And like rest of brain, oxytocin, oxytocin is the one you're thinking of. It's the, you know, the one that's paired with vasopressin. It, you know, kind of, um, you know, relaxes your blood vessels, all these different things. And I'm like, yeah, but there's, so they use pitocin to induce labor. So that kind of fits in. That sounds similar. And the brain's like, yes, because it's oxytocin. And, you know, kind of went back and forth. It's like, it's not progesterone. It's not estrogen. It's not testosterone. It's not estradiol. It's like all these different things trying to figure out, like, what is the secret hormone that I've, you know, sort of forgotten <laughs> the name of or something or just can't, like, pick it out of a lineup because my brain is yelling oxytocin at me too loud. Um, and I, I finally gave in and said, I guess that's, that's probably the right answer conceded that, you know, if, if I was, um, if I had that on such a hair trigger, then I guess it's oxytocin. That's what I'll put down. I, so I didn't know this off the top of my head. Mm. Uh, and I, I started thinking like, oh, what's that one they give to women to induce labor? Cause logically that's the thing you'd think that, you know, okay. So a, a thing that initiates labor, that's going to be what they give you. And it took me a few, I, th- I thought, okay, it starts with a P it's P something. I remember hearing it a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pitocin. 
Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah, it's got to be Pitocin. Mm, it is definitely not a love hormone, <laughs> as it turns out. Right, anyway. No, but you are right that that is what is used to induce labor. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, oxytocin is the okay. the one that makes you bond with the baby and mm-hmm. and, and feel all loving towards. So do they screaming ball? Are of... they so? Is pitocin a hormone? Uh, or is it just a drug? Essentially, yes. Okay. I think it is. Um, okay. It's I, I well, I think. Okay. I, I wouldn't quote me on that actually. Okay. But they don't give you oxytocin to initiate to induce labor. I don't believe so. Okay. I, I think it's pitocin. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what I, I think is the primary one. There may be some others that aren't in the same hormone group or okay. something like that. But okay. Um, but yeah, I, uh, boy, I'm glad my brain wouldn't let go of that one. <laughs> and finally, question six asks us, uh, what kind of droop are manzanias, pichelines, gordals, ponentines, gaitas, and castelvetranos? Man, f troops. I am so tired of droops. Are we done with droops? Has he asked about all the droops over the last like six or seven and I can relax for a few seasons without needing to know another goddamn droop? You're sounding pretty droopy right now. Uh, I, I I felt like I'd heard of like the Manzanilla pear. Okay. So I said, okay, pears. None of the other ones were landing for me. Mm, okay. Gaeta, I thought like, I feel like I've heard of that. But I think it's a cheese, so no, that's not it. I know that cheese is not a droop, so uh, I'll go with I'll go with pears, sure. Yeah, this one I really I had to think around a corner a little bit, um, knowing that droops are the fruits that have pits in them. Mm-hmm. So I thought I don't I haven't heard of these cherry varieties or peaches or plums or nectarines. Like these are all like what are all these kind of sounding like to me? You know, some of these sound very Italian, maybe uh, French or Spanish. And then I thought, oh, are so olives have pits. They must be droops, I guess. If that, I mean, they're technically fruits, even though they're not sweet. Like avocados are not uh, are fruits, but not sweet. Um, and so, I kind of reread the names and went, yeah, that would make sense. Like a like manzanilla olives, I feel like I may have heard of, or one or two of the other ones. I don't know. Yeah. That might be a total, you know, retro fitting <laughs> of my actual knowledge. But um, but I thought over all of those, and I thought, yeah, I could see all of those being olive varieties. I'm not a fan of olives, so I couldn't, you know, th- there wasn't one in the list that I could pinpoint for sure. Um, but I thought, yeah, if they're going to be have all these sort of Southern European names, then olive seems like as good a guess as any. And that was correct. Ooh. Hold on, so you got four on the day. I did. I got I three did. and a very yeah. different set, too. I guess so, like yeah. We only I, had, I, we I think, two in common. Each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh well. Might as well go into the weekend with three. Why not? <laughs> we'll Plunge never... myself back down into the red. You won't know how you're doing until Monday. <laughs> 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 oh, I know. Get our internet I know. How, <laughs> I know how I did. I don't uh, need to worry about that. Well, I mean, you know, I don't think uh, I can't talk about the scoring because I don't remember quite what everything was. But like, um, I didn't feel like the Slovenia question was a very easy one. Mm-hmm. You know, geopolitically, I guess. Um, and so I think that's you know nice that you grabbed that one especially. Um, so you know, you never know. 
Yeah. Sometimes it happens. Well, that's it for today and this week. Uh, tune in at some point. Who knows when this is going to go oh up? Oh, my gosh. Probably tune in Tuesday for more post-game analysis. But either way, remember. Don't forfeit. Enjoy the thunder snow. <laughs> Don't cheat. <laughs>